We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about um, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about pop culture. Literally, everything, 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 everything is up for discussion, and that's what rich culture is about. About, about, about. What's going on, world? You are listening to episode 19 of Brunch Culture. As always, I'm your homeboy, Randall Keith, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ms. Lisa Victoria. What's up, y'all? All right, y'all. So y'all know how we do it. We start off with our weekend review. Lisa, kick us off with the Hip Hop Awards. So, yeah, um, the Hip Hop Awards was broadcast this week on Tuesday night, um, the BET Hip Hop Awards, and was hosted by Snoop Dogg. It was it was interesting, to say the, to say the least. Um, they had a whole bunch of parody videos with Snoop Dogg and Nia Long and where he redid some of the classic movies like Big Mama and um, Best Man Holiday. Uh, it was it was interesting. I didn't really like the awards as a whole because I didn't I don't know half of these new rappers and I don't know what they're saying. I feel like most of them are on drugs. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they hide when they make these songs. Um, I knew Bobby Smurder closed out at the end with the hot um, N word. I know Randy doesn't like the N word, so I'm not gonna say it. Um, <laughs> The Chimani dance, and uh, but the highlight to me was the Brandy holding the down remix with Queen Latifah, um, MC Light, and what's the other lady's name, Randa? Yo yo, they the yo, um, yo. I want to be down, yeah, the I want to be down remix. Yeah. Yeah, which was I think that was probably everybody's highlight for the most part. I know uh, social media. It just kind of went crazy when that happened. And you think about it, that was 20 years ago. So 20 years ago uh, was the first time we were introduced to that song. And I was actually, I thought it was a good look because all of them look great 20 years later. And then on top of that, it was just good to see camaraderie in female uh, hip-hop amongst female rappers. I think when I, mm-hmm. that was what I was most excited about. I'm like, yo, this takes you back to the time that, you know, it was you would see there were so many women uh, artists, MCs in the game, but they were able to get on the track together and it not be about you know uh, bash the dudes or not be about I'm better than you. It's just about you know let's get out here and rap. Like I think the whole thing was just done executed really really well. I think they did they did a great job. Yeah, yeah, they they did an excellent job. I Queen Latifah was flawless. MC Light was flawless, and they came out there, and Brandy's vocals are amazing, as always. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, it's so crazy. I think MC Light doesn't age. Like, I was just looking. I was looking at her. I'm like, man, this chick just doesn't age whatsoever. Like, she literally comes out and looks like, I mean, of course, like, back in the day, she was, like, a little slimmer, but she still looks like MC Light. You know how sometimes people... Her and I'll even say her and Queen Latifah, yo, yo, as well. Like they literally, they all just look great, man. Like it was like you can see a maturity, but it wasn't kind of like the age where 
you know, you got bags on the eyes and you done gained like an extra hundred pounds. Like they all look real good. I was just I don't know, I think it was just exciting part, uh, for for R and B, real R and B and as well as real hip hop. Like to see those ladies coming and do their thing, that was just great. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. So, uh some other things that happened this week. Um, President, the President of the United States, you know, we start Otis. talking about yeah, POTUS uh, actually has some financial credit card issues. No, I'm just playing. That's not what the case. A story actually hit. You would actually think that was the case. I logged into Twitter uh, Friday morning and Friday, no, Friday kind of afternoon, and I saw that people kept, like, making these jokes about uh, the president needing to go to, like, a credit card rehab and all this. And I'm like, what the heck are they talking about? So went to CNN, and, it, you know, that's why I try to see stuff. stuff is like a reputable uh, story. So I went to CNN, and the president admitted that he his credit card uh, had been rejected when he and the first lady were out at dinner in New York. Um, and you know, of course, the story wasn't it wasn't exactly what people made it out to be. It actually, uh, you first heard it, you thought like, oh my God, the president broke, but it wasn't like that. Um, the president was actually given it's a video. The president was giving remarks at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, uh, and, and he actually, you know, just said that he went to a restaurant in New York um, during the UN General Assembly, and he was saying that him and the first lady were there. He gave his card to the waitress. She swiped it and was actually reject, rejected. The first lady had her card, so she was actually able to pay for the meal. But the reason that it was rejected is because he rarely used that card. So when it was used, the credit card company has fraud protection. So they thought that, you know, somebody was trying to commit fraud on the president, so they didn't accept the card. But it was, you know, it's pretty weird because it, it kind of, it, 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 it makes the president more human and more normal. It's like, you know, that happens to one of us if we go somewhere and our card is rejected, be it for uh, insufficient funds or, you know, you've got a good <laughs> credit card company. <laughs> but just to know that POTUS would be in a situation well, he would experience something like that. It was kind of, you know, it was, a, it was a funny thing to see. And it was like, oh, man, he's human. He's regular, just like us. Like, even the, the credit card company protects him. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. So it's pretty cool. So speaking of uh, credit cards and them being rejected, luckily, Otis was, his card was rejected for credit card for But some young professionals may have, some experiences where their card is rejected for insufficient funds. And so <laughs> we this is a and it's it's a normal thing. It happens. You know, we no one is uh uh too good to have it done. I mean if you should be, maybe if you if you do your finances right. But it's something that could happen and the reason this happened is because of too much swiping. And that takes us into our main topic, which is knowing your your swiping habits. Um, I think, you know, just in the run of us being young professionals, kind of being out there, being in a point where we are making a great, decent salary, uh, that we are able to do different things with that, we could find that we tend to swipe our cards a little too often and not really realize how much money we're spending on a normal basis. And I remember one time I looked into it. I looked at my – I just kind of assessed my – this was last year, actually. Um, I just assessed, assessed my my spending. I went to my bank account, 
um, and looked at the things because I could document big purchases. I looked, went and looked at all of my my spending, and I noticed that in a month, and this is really embarrassing, I'm being very transparent, but in a month I had spent more than $1,000 on going out to eat and and just picking up some Starbucks or, you know, going out to lunch with somebody and picking up the bill. And when I looked, I had spent more than $1,000 in a month on just food. That is not including my actual bills and my other responsibilities, which was insane. And I realized that's something that's normal for young professionals. We kind of do it and, you know, don't really realize what we're doing. So we want to talk about that, knowing your spending habits. What about you, Lisa? Yeah, I think it's easy to do in the city because you're constantly going to events, and it's so much to do. Um, on a Saturday, you could you could start at brunch, and if you're spending all day in the city, go hang out here, swipe your card here, go to an event, swipe your card there, and by the end of the night, you could have easily spent $150, $200 just on a day's, a day's um, leisure time. Just socializing. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's you know, it's really crazy um, because it's something that we don't think about. I think about, so most happy hour is the thing to do. If you are a young professional, you're in the city, you know, you're trying to make moves, you're meeting people, you want to build friendships, the thing to do is to go to happy hour. I never thought about how much money we're spending at, at happy hour for the most part, and I'm a person that I don't go to happy hour every day. I know some avid happy hour-ers, and these people go daily. So let's say you get a drink special, right? You get a drink, it's going to run you about $8. Let's say you just do uh, you just do two, two drinks, right? That's $16 that you're spending a day on top of leaving a tip. So you're running about $20 per day. That's running you right at $100 that you're spending for the week on this drink. Now, if you decide to get food at happy hour, we're not even including that. We're not including the lunch that you may have had while you were in the city going to get something to eat during the week, maybe just a couple days. This stuff actually adds up, and I think we don't recognize and even think about how we're spending our money, but it's these small things that – can end up putting us in a financial situation that may not be horrible. I'm not saying that it's going to bankrupt us, but it could, you know, we're we're just not spending properly. We have all of this disposable income that could have been taken and put in another bucket of savings or investing or doing something else that we aren't able to do because we're simply just kind of mindlessly swiping our cards and it's easy and it's fun and we're having a good time and we're just making it happen without realizing what's really happening. Yeah. And I think, Two, one of the other things as young professionals is just the amount of money we spend on clothing. Um, a lot of young professionals get store cards, um, and I'm not talking about store cards at the Gap. I'm talking about store cards. Neiman <laughs> um, Marcus, um, Bloomingdale's, uh, Cole Hahn. I'm, I'm talking about Tyson's. I'm talking about Tyson's corner shops and uh, <laughs> Tyson's too in DC. And so, yeah. we, 
running in the running up uh store cards and you know look, we want to look the best so you know you want to look look the part and so you end up spending money on clothes so you got happy hour you got clothes and we're not talking about uh Ross we're talking about uh Cohan Randall <laughs> I'm sorry um thanks for calling me out Lisa thanks for calling me out so, look, Cole Hans, and, and it's funny you say that. I, I think you strategically said that to call me out. You know, I, I'll give you that one. You don't have to call me out on the air, but it's okay. I, when I think about it, and it, it, what I think what gets you, though, is these places. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a, a person that gets, like, credit cards at a store. I'm not that person. But Cole Hans does something to me that just makes me – you know, get a little excited. And what they get you with is this additional 50% off of the sale price. That's how they get you, you know? I mean, that's how they get me. I come in there, and I see a shoe, and I'm like, dang, this shoe is fresh. I don't have a shoe like this. You know, I got a shoe like that one, and a shoe like that one, and a shoe like that one. But I don't have a shoe like this. And this shoe right here says, I'm the man. This is the shoe that you wear when you're walking into the meeting, and you try to let them know, like, hey, I'm that dude. So the shoe costs three hundred dollars, but they got it marked down for two fifty, and then they tell you you get half off that. So then I'm like, well, let me get that shoe, and then you get that one shoe, and then you think, well, if this shoe wasn't on sale, I could have got the other one. I would have just been spending two hundred fifty for this one shoe. So now that I'm not spending two fifty. So let me just pop this second shoe in there because I'm could have got it. So I think it's, it's those things that you kind of work in your mind of like, I'm getting a deal. But yeah, but then, you know, you know what came the point that came in mind when you were talking about all this money you spent on shoes, the fact that you don't like to pay for dates. But that's a whole nother. No, no, don't. I'm not that guy. I am not that guy. I do pay for dates. I do pay for dates. I I am traditional in that sense, but. What I will say is we are in a different time. Like in 2014, this is completely different. I'm not going to say. I'm just saying. I just that just that just popped in my head because you made a big deal on the other episode. So, I'm, but you know, I just, just think. Long. Yeah, we. I just think that's a whole other conversation. But again, fellas, this 2014, don't break your bank trying to impress this girl that probably makes the same or even more money than you, and you around here eating crackers for lunch because you thinking I gotta save up because I gotta take her out three times. Yeah, well for you for you it won't the crackers won't be for the date, but it'll probably be for them cohorns. <laughs> this is Lisa go in on, on, on Randall. That's okay. You got it. <laughs> but back to us spending. So what are some things that we can do to help to be mindful of our spending habits, our swiping habits. Like, what what types of things can we do? What 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 do you suggest, Lisa? Number one, I'd probably stop drinking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that was the statement that sounds straight up like somebody's mama. Like, <laughs> I got the, I got the, I know how to fix it. Stop drinking. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Everybody's going to be I'm sober just, Sally's and sober Sam every time we go out. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, if you if you do drink, 
just limit the amount of happy hours you go to. I think that um, budgeting is really good. And if you have, um, I'm, I bank with Bank of America. They actually on their app. I don't. It, you have to go on your actual computer, not on your phone, but on not on their app, on their website when you log in. They have actually where you could um, see a graph, a, a pie graph of your the amount of money you're spending. So they know when it's a food transaction, when it's clothing, and they'll actually have a pie graph so you could see like, oh my gosh. It, sometimes when it's visual you get, like, that, like, oh, I'm really spending a lot. 50% right. of my money is going to food. And taking your lunch and kind of budgeting, okay, on a weekly basis, this is how much I'm going to spend. And kind of practicing some self-control. I think my thing is a sale is not good if I wasn't going shopping anyway. <laughs> a sale only benefits me when I'm supposed to go shopping or when I have money to shop. That's true. It doesn't benefit you if you were not shopping. You're spending more money you're not saving. If you yeah. intended to go shopping and you had an amount of money set up to go shopping, okay, good. Then that's a sale. Then the, the sales are working in your favor. But when you don't have the money to shop, sales work against you. They don't work for you because you weren't going to spend that money anyway. That's true. That's and I think that's a really good thing to be mindful of. I also think some very practical things. You kind of mentioned the, the bringing your lunch thing. I think if you actually set dates, you set a limit, like have this thing that I've been on since uh, relocating is that twice a week I can do an outside lunch. Um, and I'm going to go to lunch somewhere with someone for twice, a, like twice a week. And I'm also going to bring a lunch uh, for every other day during the week. Most times I find myself working through my lunch or just going down to the lobby or, you know, doing like a quick walk in the area to go somewhere and then come back and eat lunch real fast. So days that you know you have to run your errands on your lunch, it's good to just make that a day that I'm going to bring my lunch. Another really realistic thing to do is to bring snacks and let that supplement for part of your lunch. So if we're going to go to uh, – GCDC, Grilled Cheese DC, shameless plug, this is probably one of the uh, saddest places that I go to, but it tastes ridiculously good. The first time somebody introduced me to it, I was like, no, I don't want no grilled cheese. I can make grilled cheese at the house. I went there and got it. It was great. But GCDC can run you about $20 for a lunch as opposed to going to get the grilled cheese and the tater tots and the drink. You can say, oh, I'm going to pop a water in. I'm going to have a snack before, maybe some food, and I'm going to go and just get the sandwich, which is probably about 12 bucks in itself. Still kind of steep, but, I mean, you still are able to, to do both. You can go out and have lunch with somebody, talk, you get water from there, and you, you still are filled in a sense. You know, you're still filled on your lunch because you brought a lunch. I mean, you brought a piece of a lunch somewhere uh, from home to the office so you don't have to just go to lunch like I have to get full and feed myself on it, and you kind of monitor it. It's just those types of practical things uh, that helps you do it. Definitely setting a budget in terms of going to the store, choosing not to swipe the debit card or the credit card. Hopefully it's your debit card. Choosing not to swipe it and to actually pull the cash out. So if I have – $100 that I want to spend, I'm going to pull this $100 out 
when I head over to Tyson's Corner and once I get through this $100, then I'm good. And I think these things are, I think, you know, sometimes people say, well, oh, you know, I'm going to have to think about it. It's like cliche to, to or it's a bad thing to, to, I make money. And I know for me, one of my biggest things used to always be, well, I work hard, so I deserve it. I work hard, so I deserve it. And while I do work hard and while I do probably deserve it based on my own definition of what deserving is, there's some of this money that I can pull back and take and put somewhere else that will be a lot more better, a better use, beneficial, or just even allow me to have like a bigger shopping time for my birthday, for Christmas. When I do want to splurge, I'm able to do it a little more relaxed or in a better way because I've refocused my money. And I would like to report that I do not have the iPhone 6 Plus because of this type of mentality. I have an iPhone 5S. Everybody knows that I'm crazy insane about Apple. One thing that we didn't talk about is people spending their money on electronics, which I am that dude that outside of Cole Hans, Apple products is where I invest my money, not really investing, just spending, but that's where it goes. And that was one of the things when I went to go get the iPhone 6 Plus and just the pre-order, I initially planned on pre-ordering it, but just that night before I stopped and I thought about it, why am I making this purchase? Like, what is this going to do? Is it something I have to do? It might be something that I quote-unquote can do, but it's not necessarily a necessity. I would have paid about for the phone that I wanted. I really would have paid a thousand dollars. The phone in itself is nine fifty, a thousand plus dollars, and then I would have to get Apple Care. So I would pay like ten fifty for a phone that my phone with the update can can do the same exact thing that it can do. So it was just one of those things that you know what I'm not gonna do it. Let me scale back, pull back, be a little bit more mindful of why I'm doing it. And I mean, you know, it it works out. I think it puts you in a better position. And it's something that we all should be mindful of. Yeah, well, I got that. <clears throat> I'm buying a plus, though. So. Um, <laughs> Lisa is going in. Thank you, Lisa. As I sit here with my five ass, telling myself day in and day out that I don't need the six plus. The Thank only you. reason I don't have the things right now is because I cannot find the store that has it. But when I do, I have been going everywhere. I'll work on a weekly basis trying to get this home. But when I do, I'm going to have it. So uh, that's the one thing I'm, I'm using self-control on. That should be a delayed gratification, but I'm I'm going to splurge because I like Apple products as well. Uh, but, I mean, you know, we just have to practice delayed gratification. Um, I think, too, just wanting our futures, like what what is our goals and having those goals in mind on a daily basis if we want to buy a home. Yeah. Or you know, if you want a if you want a luxury car, if you don't already have a luxury car, most young professionals have luxury cars already. But what what are, what are things are we investing in our four hundred one k? If your investment right. in food and social life supersedes the investment in your future, you know you got to look at that and say what's more important. Am I not? How much am I saving for my four hundred one k? Or do I have a Roth IRA or? What am I doing? Am I being aggressive in my investments? Those things, are we preparing for the future? Are we paying off our student loans? If we're paying the minimum payment each month, but we're spending a grand on on eating out, we're not thinking through those things. You know, 
Are we creating more debt by getting store cards? Do we need store cards with a with a high interest rate? Most of them just to save that fifteen percent off. Of, like seriously, you know, because you're gonna get that that interest is gonna accrue on your store card. So you're you're not saving. That's how they pull you in, telling you to save ten or fifteen percent when you use your card. But the debt is accruing with more interest than you're saving. So you're not really saving. Exactly. So think exactly. about those things. Are we adding more debt to our school debt? You know, are we going to position ourselves to buy a home? You know, those kinds of things, I think if we think through those, we'll be more cautious when we swipe. Right. Most definitely. Most definitely. So we could position ourselves for a better tomorrow. That's what it's all about. I think it doesn't it, – it, 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 behooves us to make sure that it's something that we're doing and it doesn't we're actually kind of defeating the whole purpose of us going off to college and you know getting a degree getting a professional role making a decent salary we kind of negate those things if we go into this blind and just saying that now that i have this access i spend more and i spend without a plan. Everybody knows it's the kind of simplest thing in the world. If you go into something without having a plan, if if you fail to plan, then you definitely plan to fail. And so even that that's even in, in the financial the financial world. Um you want to definitely let yourself know what your plan is. Um like write it down. Make it plain and in your face that you can see my goals are to have this paid off. My goals are to go here to buy this. To, to invest in this and make those planes, put them on a plan, put them on your mirror, put them at your desk so that you can see them day in, day out, and you can make sure that the decisions that you're making are going to get you to those goals. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, we encourage you to save, 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 and pay down your debt. But now it's time for us to move on to our random topic. So today's random topic is a tribute to my homegirl, Donna. If you do not know Donna. Because Lisa's the only one, by the way, that knows that this girl's name is Donna. I've watched this video 20 times, and it clicked. I never clicked until Lisa was like, you know Donna? And I'm like, who is Donna? But go ahead, Donna. P.O.P. Donna, Donna is is the girl from the video that's taking over social media. She is the POP holding it down. And actually, I'm going to play this video for y'all in a in a moment, but um I just want to really let Randall understand that this girl's name is Donna and, you know, she's just holding it down. Please let us know how many of y'all actually knew that this girl's name was Donna. You, I watched the full interview, and I'm run up laughing at everything else. No idea that this girl's name was Donna. I was like, oh, her name is Donna. Oh, I do remember them saying that. Gotcha. I, that was just not a focal point. Lisa is uber smart and wants to investigate and pull those. Nobody knew that. <laughs> so here, here, here's Donna. So y'all get here, here. Donna goes so y'all can know that why she's been uh, actually holding it down for us. Hold on, we're having some technical difficulties, but here it goes. Hey, I'm a 
innocent bystander. They say I drove a getaway car, but I cannot see I'm legally blind. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. I'm innocent. Sir, you want to be innocent? Man, I'm going to pull up spaces and I'm going to keep it. I just got robbed. I got a getaway car. I'm legally blind. I was, I got wrapped up. I was walking down the street and I caught a ride. So you, you don't know these folks then is what you're saying? I know two of them. I don't know the other two. They saying I drove a getaway car, but I'm legally blind, so I'm going to drive a car. So did you know what happened to the 73-year-old victim then? Or? I don't know what happened. I just know what the police said. You can't see it all? constructing the resentment that we'll have 
for those people when they don't meet that expectation. My stepmom says this all the time. Expect nothing but appreciate everything. And I think that just kind of goes along with that to let us know that, hey, you know, when people do things for us, when people show up and when they are themselves, appreciate it, but don't expect anything because you will build that resentment if they don't meet those expectations. Yeah, that that is definitely so true. That is so true. So, such a profound quote. But we thank you for listening to this week's episode of Brunch Culture. As always, you can join the conversation by hashtagging ChatBC on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, check us out on Instagram at brunch underscore culture, on Twitter at brunch culture, and on Facebook at Facebook dot com slash brunch culture and you can see all of our past episodes on brunchculturebc.com again that's brunchculturebc.com and remember at brunch culture everything is up for discussion <laughs>